we are alive. Fitting for the resurrection season of Easter, Famine Fed is back and alive as ever. We are excited to find new life with the Urban Picks family. And so, in this first episode of The New Famished and Fed, Cece and Father Raj will be celebrating by chatting about something they know very well. Feasting. Anyone out there ready to feast or haven't stopped feasting? Who's hungry? Anyone famished? Well, come to the feast, fam. This is Famished and Fed. What is up, family? We are back, alive and and kicking in this Easter season. Resurrection, we have come back to life. Uh, this is Father Raj with my good friend Cece. Cece, what is up? What up? What up? What up? I thought you were going to say, what's up, fam? Yeah, I know. We're, we're still trying to figure out the tagline, but you know, this, this podcast is called fam and fed so we're trying it out it's about family it's about being famished it's about being fed all that good stuff um just a a, a brief history for all those uh, listening in this podcast has been years in the making um but we have come back to life even though we had a couple of um attempts at the beginning we're now here alive and we're so happy to to be under the brand of urban picks um with the urban picks family um, what a joy, you know, all things to all people. So, um, Cece, I am so happy to be, be sharing this podcast with you in the Easter season. We get to we get to celebrate. We get to talk about one of our favorite subjects, food. Um, why are we doing this podcast? What are we talking about? <laughs> well, we still, well, not right now because of COVID and shelter in place, but one of like the staples of our friendship is eating together and finding new places to eat or grabbing coffee, grabbing cookies, pastries, boba, you name it. That's been like a staple is breaking bread together as friends. So we realized a lot of the times when we'd be out eating or snacking or feasting, whatever the occasion called for, that we had really, really good conversation during those times. So we were like, oh, you know, and a lot of people would be with us watching us kind of go back and forth. Like, you guys should totally like record this. And then, you know, it just, we just kind of decided, hey, let's give it a shot. So, you know, like Father Raj was saying, we opened up and started to do it. And, you know, some things got in the way and life got life in the way, happened. primary yeah. vocations. Um, but, but we're back and we um, it, it's a joy. Shout out to all of those faithful viewers and listeners from back in the day. Um, and, and glad to, to be reaching out to new listeners. Um, Cece's right. I mean, we, we know, you all probably know that that so much of our life revolves around food. Not just not just Cece and I, not just our life, but your life too, right? All of us, we, we know that, I mean, to live, we got to eat. But there's something so beautiful, so good, uh, so true about having meals together. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on this show. It's kind of our mission to, to see um, how food and food culture can 
can teach us things, engage uh, the culture through through something we know and love, and that's um, that's eating, right, TC? Yeah, well, food, good food, good food, good meals, good company, breaking bread, sharing a table, like all of those concepts that revolve around the table, right? And and how that kind of intersects with our faith, I think. Yeah, and then um, for those who uh, don't know, uh, Cecilia, Cece, sorry, I know we're going to go the back and forth about how we're going to call each other, but um, Cece and I, um, uh, we grew up, we both grew up in the Bay Area. We're both Filipino, yeah. um, so our our weekends were were packed with with family parties and feasting around tables and taking home leftovers and aunties asking us, "Oh, did you eat?" Right, like so. It's so much part of our life and our culture. And and in fact, I'm the auntie now. You are. You yeah, are. I, I've noticed. I'm the auntie now. I don't have an accent, but I am the auntie. You actually, um, you provided me with a snack today, and I had to come. You know, COVID. I had to come pick. You know distance socially distance pick up this package but we'll get into that in a little bit but I'm, I'm excited to break bread with you even partially digitally but uh just a little bit more background so i am a catholic priest um for the diocese of sacramento and uh cc and i we we've worked together a lot on a lot of different projects and so that that led us to to having to to work over uh, meals shout out to uh, the local sacramento foodie scene right um uh, farm the table capital of the world, right? And um, of the world, I think so. I don't know. Yes. They used to be known. It used to be known as the city of trees. I think it still is. Well, yeah, there are a lot of trees. There, but there's a lot of good restaurants. This so shout out to the good restaurants, and um, we're actually we're gonna snack on some things from one of those restaurants today, uh, cafe. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, Cece, what are you up to now? Or you want to tell us your background, maybe your food experience, and then what are you up to now? Sure, my food experience. That's like, wow, what's my food experience? Um, let's see. Background group in the Bay, as Roz mentioned, I'm in SAC now. Um, in between graduating university, um, I went to school in San Francisco, and then I left to be a missionary in Honduras, Central America, for six years. Um, so I'm fluent in Spanish, even though I'm Filipino, I like to pride myself in that because I've been called the ninja because of that skill. I blend in and then all of a sudden I speak like real Spanish as some people call it and it just shocks people. So that's my ninja's talent is speaking Spanish. After six years there, I moved back to California, landed in Sacramento where I've been working in youth and young adult ministry, worked at the Newman Center for a little while, um, and have been with Catholic charities, um, and, Vallejo, but also now with the Sacramento Food Bank, which is also a Catholic charity. So doing all kinds of different work, all connected to the church and its mission. Um, I also am the director of missions for our mission community, the Missioners of Christ. Um, but I'm also married. I've been married for six years now, going on seven. I have two kids, one who just turned four years old yesterday. So Kiara, she's five. My son, Jacob, he's four. So a lot of things on my plate, um, but you know, and, and and that that wife, that motherhood, that that missionary uh, identity, all of that uh, informs your food life, right? It really does. It really in many 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 ways. We were just talking about that earlier. How um, you know, in this in this time of quarantine, it really changes some of the things we think about food and, and our families and feeding our families, and but even sitting down at table again. What a what a Wonderful time to rediscover that. Yeah, I was just sharing with Father Raj. It's like, you know, my kids are at home all day now. And like, I had no idea how much they actually eat. 
because usually we're not we're there <laughs> home for breakfast and they come home for dinner. I don't know what happens during the day. But then I'm thinking to myself too, like I don't think they actually eat this much at school. Maybe they're anyway. That's it's <laughs> all another topic. Yeah. But kids eat a lot. They eat a lot. Yeah, and so uh, my background, um, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a priest of the Diocese of Sacramento. I grew up in the Bay Area, um, Filipino also, and um, and that's kind of if if you see our logo, it's um, it's there's a lot of symbolism in the logo, but there's a litron on there. There's an apple for our humanity, our fallen nature. Uh, but my foodie experience is um, that I just eat a lot. That's it. I just eat a lot. And I have a lot of friends who cook. My sister's a baker. And I just, you know, that that's what I do. I eat and I and I critique. No, I, I cook a lot also. And um I've been following the foodie scene for, for a long time. And uh my my uh thesis is on beauty and I have a whole section on there on food. Oh, I need um, to read because that. I think yeah, because I think I think that is one thing. Uh, food is beautiful. And if uh, if you don't believe that Stop listening to this podcast because we're going to be talking about food a lot, and it's beautiful, and it and it points us to goodness. It points us to happiness, and um, I mean, if you can relate, uh, click that subscribe button. Mm. Is that how podcasts work? Um, this is my first podcast. I don't know. Do they subscribe? I think they follow. They follow. Oh, they follow. Okay. Well, follow us. Follow our um, our podcast, and um, we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics that relate relate to food. We've got a lot of things planned. Cece, what are some of the topics we got? Um, well, focusing on like specific foods. So pizza, I think was an episode. Tacos, wanted to talk about tacos. Also kind of more, I think, overarching so- topics like, you know, things like food security, um, talking and featuring people who harvest our food and labor for our food, different things like that. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna have a bunch of guests. We're gonna be um, we're gonna have some experts and some enthusiasts uh, coming on, and, and some of our friends to speak about food. Um, but we are in the Easter season. Right? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! This is a time uh, to celebrate. And one thing that we know as as both Filipinos and as Catholics um, that we know how to celebrate with food. Right? It's 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 part of um, it's part of Jesus's mission, right? He, I know, uh, maybe this is a good time for you to share your favorite Bible. Oh passage. my gosh, my favorite Bible passage is from the Gospel of John. Hold on, I wow, I should really know that off the top of my head. And the funny thing is, <laughs> I'm looking at my IG profile because I have it in there, but it's John twenty one twelve. It's where Jesus, after the resurrection, appears to the disciples, the apostles, and he says, "Come, have breakfast," and then they have a barbecue on the beach with some fresh fish. I mean, wow. What more? That's what's yeah. better than that? Jesus saying, "Come have breakfast." That's it, right? And that that that's what we all hope hope for that one day we all will feast together in heaven and feast with our Lord, but um, even now, whatever we're doing in feasting and celebration, it's a participation in heaven, it's a participation in that joy that is promised to us. And so um I'm looking forward to that and I'm 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 definitely celebrating right now in this Easter season, some of you might be thinking, ah, oh, but it's, how do we celebrate? Why do we celebrate? Because, you know, we're in this quarantine or whatnot, but that really actually kind of goes to our, our, the name of this podcast, right? Famished and fed. And it comes that we came up with that title because it, it comes from a line in the old Testament where, where the Israelite people are just complaining. They're complaining to God and they're like, Lord, we're famished. And then God is like, uh, but, I've given you this manna, this bread from heaven, right? And they're, they're still like grumbling and complaining. And, 
And what we hope to do in this podcast and with even in our own lives is to realize that, man, God is really feeding us in so many different ways, right? He's nourishing us, right? And even if it's not perfect right now, we can see um, heaven already. We can taste it, right? We can taste that. So when, we're, when we think about feasting and celebrating, we don't celebrate because right now is perfect, but because the perfect banquet has been promised to us. So we can celebrate in that right now. Yeah. I was thinking too, like, you know, when you fast from something or you're away from something, when you go back to it, it's like, yes, I don't know if you do that, but like, you know, it's like, there's this, like, you missed it. And I know like right now we've been in this weird, unprecedented time where it's like Easter, you know, and even just before Easter is still in Lent, like we haven't had public mass in a while. We haven't had um, access to the sacraments as we usually do in our daily lives. And now it's like, you know, I'm like, wow, what's going to be like when we go back? Like, yeah, it kind of, it's, it sucks that we don't have it right now, but it's like, you know what, but, but Jesus is still alive. He still rose. And so, you know, I'm like, wait, looking forward to it, you know? So yeah, I'm famished, but I know I'm already fed. I'm taken care of. So it's like, yes, we still got to celebrate. Yeah, we got to celebrate, but that it just kind of, it goes to this notion that even in the desert, we're being provided for. So I, I invite you, if you're looking around, look at the ways that God is is feeding you right now, whether that's with your family, whether that's with actual food, whether that's with with um, the new things, the new found ways of celebrating that you've been experiencing. There's so much, so so many ways that God is nourishing each of us. But the fasting thing is, is for real. Like, um, uh, you know this, but I'll share it with our listeners that every year I, um, I fast uh, for meat during Lent. I've been doing that since high school. Um, and then this year in a particular way, like it hit me hard. I think partially because places were closed down and so the options were, were less. And so everything that was advertised on delivery sites was like this, like cheeseburgers, Ooh. right? And so, man, that fast is real. But it was a reminder to me that, that we're not meant for the suffering. We're not meant for the desert, but we're meant uh, for celebration. We are an Easter people and hallelujah is our song. Hallelujah. And you know this, and this is how I celebrated Easter Sunday. Um, actually, right after the vigil, I went and I grabbed an In-N-Out cheeseburger and it was so delicious. It was heavenly. It reminded me of heaven. I was for that post. I'm like, every year, without fail, he's going to go to In-N-Out. It's going to be an in and out post. And there it was. And it was like, ooh, Jesus is alive. You see, even your Instagram post of that I that in and out burger reminded me of Easter. Amen. <laughs> like legit. I hope that's what food topics can do for all of us, yeah. right? Remind us of the victory of Jesus. I um I was I was worried though. I was worried this year. Had I don't know if you, I, I haven't shared this with no, you. What? Well, no, what? Well, no, not that not that it would be closed, but I was hearing horror stories of how long the lines were for In and Out. I said, you know, since the quarantine has happened, that the lines were going to be long. But it was like a gift from the Lord that right after the vigil finished, I went to In and Out, and it was just smooth. Mm. And then uh, I didn't have to wait long, and um, the aroma filled my car. And then I took it back home to to, to my rectory, and um, yes. <laughs> and it it was it was heavenly, it was heavenly. I bet. I bet. How did how did you celebrate Easter Sunday? Well, okay, so I didn't tell any. I think one person knew this, but I gave up donuts for Lent. Now, if you know me, what? Yes. <laughs> I did not know this. I, well, see, this is the thing. I was like, well, if it's this is going to be like the Lent of all Lents, I might as well do it by the book. So I was like, you know, scripture says don't tell nobody. So I was like, I won't tell nobody. 
So I actually didn't, I think literally one person knew, but I gave up donuts, which, you know, it might sound like trivial to some people, but if you know me, I mean, like I have a donut cup sitting right here. I love donuts. I'll eat donuts for every meal and my only meal. Like if I had to, have you ever seen that Homer, if you watch the Simpsons, there's that episode and like Homer's in hell and like, it's supposed to be like based on Dante's Inferno, right? And you're being like indulged with your favorite thing. and It's supposed to kill you. And he has the machine and it's just donuts and he's not dying. Like, I feel like that's me. (laughs) I am Homer in that scene. So I was like, I was like, I'm just going to go for it. If we're just doing Lent, we don't got mass. Might as well not have donuts. We're going all in. So I gave it donuts, um, which was hard. I only wow. broke it on one day when one of my friends, she dropped me off donuts for my birthday, which happened to be a Sunday. So I took the pass that week. Um, oh, yeah. Happy belated birthday. Uh, I'll greet you on it's air. 33, your Jesus year. What, what a, a great year. way to celebrate with, with donuts. Yeah, with donuts just on that day. And then, you know, on Easter, well, I did what I would normally do every day of the, the week. And I went to Krispy Kreme and I got me a pack of donuts. And I ate them with my kids. My kids love donuts too, which is awesome. We all ate the donuts. My brothers ate the donuts. We had a big donut celebration. How, how many donuts How many donuts did you have? Um, I mean, you know, like in what's the time period we're talking here? Like when, when I sat down and bought the donuts or when I like... When I got um, how fast the donut box go would probably be a more interesting. You know, this this isn't confession, but you can you can you know uh, you know. Let's just say I bought quality and quantity of of your donut consumption. Yeah, I bought two dozen, and it was gone by lunchtime. Mind you, <laughs> I didn't eat that Celebrate. all. I didn't Celebrate eat it all by myself. My brothers like donuts too. It's a family thing. We have this like really okay. like my uncle used to come over every morning on Saturdays. And it would drive my mom crazy because he'd be at our house before anybody woke up. But he'd come to our house and he would always have donuts every Saturday morning at like 6 a.m., like fresh baked. So like it's like donuts are like a family thing. So we all ate the donuts and it was awesome. We did the egg hunt. You know, it's funny. I wasn't really into the egg hunt. But now that I have kids, I'm into the egg hunt because they're into it. Um, So we did that. And then I had some questions about Easter. Well, my I my son had questions. He had questions about the eggs. Then he said, Mom, did you know the Easter Bunny lays the eggs? And I was like, yeah. No, wait. And I did it. And then that was it. (laughs) Then I said, let's open all your eggs. I didn't want to talk about anymore. So I let them eat all the candy because I was just like confused. Little little known fact in other countries, um, it's not an Easter Bunny. Or traditionally, there have been like there are Easter foxes, Easter storks. Don't lay eggs, though. Well, okay, stork, a stork oh, lays stork. an egg. Okay. I was yeah, thinking right. with the, fox, the baby, fox though. Lay an that's egg. when you said stork. I was yeah, like, that's true. babies. Sorry. That's true. But um, it is a strange concept um, that, a, that a bunny is laying an egg. It is. I don't know if it lays it, though. I think that was my son's interpretation of the Easter bunny. Ah, I think he just brings them. I think that's the point of the basket. Who knows? Yeah, my husband's from Honduras, <laughs> and I remember we moved here, and he asked about that. What's I was like, we have to take the kids to take pictures of the bunny, and he was like, what's with the bunny? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what's with the bunny. And then he was like, well, if you don't know how to explain it, we're not going to go take pictures. So if you've, I don't know if you've noticed, we have no pictures of our kids with the Easter bunny. We have Santa pictures, but we do not have bunny photos, because I didn't. I had no explanation for the bunny. But we still do the egg hunt. And they love it. Also, your son doesn't like animals. He doesn't. So that's probably another reason why <laughs> that he doesn't 
you don't want to bring him to the Easter no, Bunny. He doesn't like anything. Who are we kidding? And, and do you have any other Easter traditions or like um, in your husband's, uh, in Alan's culture, um, are there Easter traditions you guys do? Well, see, that's the thing. In Honduras um, and a lot of Central and actually a lot of Latino countries, Holy Week is the week. You know, so yeah, East, and then sometimes I always find that kind of conflicting. Like, what? Like, it's all about Holy Week. What happened to Easter? Like, everybody's tired from Holy Week. And so, like, they wouldn't, like, go all out. Luckily, in Honduras, they have, like, the city we're from has, like, the biggest Holy Week of the the country. So everyone would flock to the colonial capital. So we're used to doing, like, processions and floats and all of that. And there's special foods you eat. So there's, like, sopa de pescado seco, which is, like, dry fish soup. It sounds gross, but it's delicious. They have tamales de ceniza, which is ash tamales which apparently somewhere in mexico they make those too so like a lot of the like holy week foods you know we would like eat a lot of those it's harder to do that here but see because of the shelter in place we really just couldn't do a lot of that you know we usually do the seven parish pilgrimage since we've moved here and we haven't done that because we we missed out this year so it was interesting to kind of like find a different way to do it because we just weren't able to do it the same way we always have a big easter lunch with my dad and we couldn't really do that either so trying to figure it out you know well it it gives it gives us something to look forward to for next year it gives me something to look forward to you're gonna take me to get some uh ceniza tamales that sounds super interesting and and i'm looking forward to that when um what are the what are the the, they're made of ashes or they're cooked in i don't they're, I feel like they're gray, and see, I should have a better memory of this, but I, I don't know if they actually make them. But I know when I was talking to Bishop about it once, and Lorena, um, who works at the radio, they were like, yeah, they, we have, they have that in a certain part of Mexico. So I'm sure we can find it, but I don't know. It's supposed right. to be like a Good Friday food, though, but right? So isn't that like so fitting? It's Good Friday. Eat a tamale made of ashes. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, like, and then an In-N-Out cheeseburger after <laughs> that. There we go. You just gotta see the so, feel the contrast in what you're eating. Yeah, no, yeah, no Easter without a Good Friday. But we are an Easter people. Keep celebrating, um, and so that's why. Um, did you know this? Did you know that um, that more Easter candy is sold uh, than other holidays? Did you know that? What do you mean? Like, like the... more than Valentine's Day, more than oh, Halloween. Okay, 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 okay. That there's more candy sold on Easter. Than any other holiday. That I you mean, know that? I feel like that's surprising because I feel like Halloween would, at least in the U.S., would be a higher, a higher number. But that's really intriguing. Yeah, but that's just because it's only like small. Like I mean, it's only and there's only one night, and it's only like it's only usually for the kids. But like on mm, Easter, yeah. we all celebrate, right? We and we all we get baskets. We all eat Easter candy. Um, I know, you know, every year, God God bless them, uh, my parishioners, they all think that they're the only ones giving me a box of candy. And so, like, I got stacks. If you want to come over, I got stacks of Easter don't, candy. Don't tell that kids that. Right? There's C's, um, uh, fundraisers that, that, you know, the Catholic daughters do. And so I got boxes. Wow. Boxes. Um, so, um, but it's a joy. And, and I'm, I'm grateful I'm grateful for the candy, um, and uh, I, I get to share it with with other people, my staff, and and those kind of things. Not so much this year, so I don't know how long these stacks. How are, much are we talking? Um, like, Easter how much can- candy do you have, like uh, stacked okay, in that here, corner? Are you going to pan so we can my, see that? What? No, well, nobody's seen this as <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> no, there's like three boxes here, but over in the wow. rectory, there's maybe like another six boxes. Now the question is: Did you get C's candy before they shut down for the first time in however many years? Uh, I guess they bought them. I didn't get it. 
I guess the prisoners that bought it ordered it or whatever. But I know. We'll I know. negotiate sad, that offline. Sad times. Yeah. Oh, you want, you want to do an, an exchange? I'll, I'll drop off uh, some seized candy. I'll drop off some seized candy. <laughs> And you can make me some of those um, some of those baked goods I saw you yeah, baking with your kids. Been the baking. My kids are getting into baking, so it's been nice. Now I'm just I'm just waiting till my daughter's old enough to do it unsupervised that I can kick my feet up and take a break. You know, <laughs> just make make her make you cookies. Yep. This is this is hey. It's the plan. Okay. We'll see if it works out. Anyone discerning their vocation right now, that's one plus for married life, right? Have kids and then they can cook for you. Yeah, they can do a lot of things. Actually, I realized uh, yesterday that I've turned into my mom and I've just started ordering my daughter to do things I could easily do myself. So why not add cooking to the list, you know? Like yesterday, I was like, Kiara, get the remote. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've become (laughs) a Filipino mom. Oh man, that's great. Uh, Let me circle back. Um, What is your favorite Easter candy? My favorite Easter candy, like specifically Easter. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say C's candies. Does that count? Because it's like all year. Like round. in general. I don't know the one. It's shaped like a bunny. What? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, well, okay. C's candies. Okay. Easter specific. Oh, I know. They have these little Reese's peanut butter eggs. Have you have you had those? They're like I have cups, seen those, but and... they're eggs, and and those are really good. Those are really delicious. Um, For those that don't know, I used to work at a national pharmacy and uh, I used to work in the photo lab. And in many stores, the photo lab, for whatever reason, was right across the candy aisle. (laughs) And so, like, that's true. Actually, I just visualized my local store and that's so true. Yep. And um, this is bad. Don't do this. This is not recommended uh, health wise. But there there were days when, uh, you know, especially during the Easter season when candy would go on sale right after Easter. I would um, just try a new candy. That would be my lunch. Just get a bag of some. <laughs> like there's candies I n- never heard of before working at, at that store. That like, story was all tof- good until you said eat it for your lunch. It was like, oh, try a new candy every day. That's not too bad. Oh, yeah, don't eat that for lunch. Well, you know, we, we're all trying to learn and grow in virtue. And that was a place for me to learn a lot. Um, I've, since, I've since hopefully become more healthy watching my... You know that um, sadly di- diabetes runs in my family, so we got you got to keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. But um, but that was that was Raj from before. So, but because of that, I, I got to try a bunch of Easter candies and a bunch of candies in general. And um, so I, I enjoy them all. Um, we you we, enjoy we them may all. have a yeah we may have a candy episode in the future. Oh yes, a candy episode in the future. Um, How do you feel about Peeps? Because I've. Um, I feel like are the controversial, um, it's like a fruit. What is that? And Christmas fruitcake. I feel like peeps is the Easter fruitcake. You know, I, I know people who, who they love them. They, 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 they stock up on them. Are you one of those people? No, I'm not going to judge you. I'm just asking. No, actually in general, the only time I like marshmallows is, um, is in s'mores mm-hmm. and Rice Krispie Treats. Like, there's only two places I really like marshmallows. I don't like marshmallows in my yams. What about in your Lucky Charms? Potatoes. I do not like Lucky Charms, unpopular oh. opinion. It's like on the it's lower end of my cereal rankings. That's another episode. I'm not a... I have to calm down. Give me a second. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I'm back. Are you okay? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, no, I'm not. I'm still reacting. Sorry. They taste like chalk to me. Chalk. We just lost a bunch of followers. Chalky marshmallow goodness. <laughs> okay. Okay. So peeps, no, no on peeps. No, no, I'm not a big fan. I'm but um, but 
um cadbury cadbury get, eggs those are good those are good also what's in um, the middle i mean i like them but what the heck is in the middle of those things that's true because it's like an it's like an egg yolk what is it's I a never real asked question. That question i like them i don't know what it is if there are any chocolatiers out there and you want to be featured on our candy episode to answer that question um let us know uh contact urban picks at urbanpicks.com <laughs> Not the right email, but we we'll to, get we it want, to you later. Yeah, we'll get it. Uh, <laughs> we want you. We want. We want to feature you on our podcast to talk all about candy, chocolatiers out there. We have lots of questions. We're not experts on food. We just like them. We're, you we can eat. comment. We but, eat. Yeah, we eat, and we celebrate, and we stay fed. All right. Um, this is. We're gonna turn to the um, the ASMR feature of our show. Yes. We're gonna see if this happens, but like, um, uh, you know, friends share. That's one of the beautiful things about feasting is we share with one another. So um, Cece called me today. She was like, well, if we're going to record, we need to like feast together. And so um, by by the blessings, by blessings, by the grace of God, she bought me some um, pastries and I picked them up earlier. Um, Social distancing, wear your mask, sanitize, all that. But I, uh, where are these from? Okay. So these are from Feria Bakery in Oak Park. In Sacramento, amazing okay. bakery. I want to say they opened just a couple of months ago. It's right across the street from my office, which is good thing they're social distancing right now. That's all I'm going to say because I'd be there nice. every day. So this is okay. First of all, these things look amazing. I, I know no, 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 nobody in the nobody in podcast world can see them, but I, let me just describe it. They're like they look super buttery. They uh, look flaky where they should be flaky. There's tons of sugar and goodness. I mean, look at the lamination, though. Can you see, like, the lamination just on the Yeah, the, the lamination is – that's phenomenal. And, um, you know, if you don't know how some pastries are made, like, it, it's time-consuming. I can see that love and work was put into this, like, layering of this dough. So I'm going to take a bite. Um, which one should I take a bite okay, of? Okay, so I, we could start off with – so there's three things because I'm crazy like that. But the first thing I know, you're... is – okay, so this one, it's an almond croissant. Okay. Now. Croissant. It's an almond croissant filled with, I oh, think, can almond. Can you hear that? Yes. <laughs> that, is that – can you hear the crisp and crunch? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's delicious. Isn't that amazing? It's so good. I mean, like, we gotta get the cream though, too, like the almond paste, or I don't know if it's cream or paste, but oh my goodness. Yeah. No, that is, that's phenomenal. Isn't I, that amazing? I, I don't think I can do, that's amazing. I, I'm not gonna be able to do all the rest of those, though. No, I'm not gonna so, eat all of them. That well, wasn't the intention. Yeah. But thank you for the gift. Um, Wait, read, read with one you, another, even if it's digital. Can you yeah. try, try this thing? Just try okay. Partly because I can't say what? the name and I feel like you're smart and you probably can. Okay. It's this what, little what is thing. It? I don't well. Oh, it I looks don't know like what a hot cross so bun, but it's not. This is a little bit, but it's, it looks like puff pastry. <laughs> okay. Um and it looks like a rose. Okay, so I'm looking well, I'm not it sure up, what it is. I'm looking it up online and I'm you're I, I still can't pronounce it because Quick confession, I don't know how to read that pronunciation thing. You know how the, the dictionary is supposed you, to can be. Can you put it on chat and I can see it? It's the Kuhn Aman. K-O-U-I-G-N dash. There's an actual dash. Aman. A-M-A-N-N. Okay. It's a Breton cake. Does that mean it's from Britain? Oh, I'm embarrassing myself. They're like, what kind of foodie? It's described in the New um, York Times as the fattiest pastry in all of Europe. 
the fattiest pastry in all of Europe. Okay, this is celebration. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try. Just, it. I mean, okay. Look at that. First of all, what makes it so fatty? I don't know. I'm not. Oh man, I see it. Coin Amman. Or is that how you say it? Oh gosh, it's like all butter. <laughs> I'm looking at the ingredients right now. It's. Um, it can't be all butter because there's, there's, you know, there had to be some flour in this. Okay, I'm gonna take a bite right now. It's delicious too. It's like a lot of butter. Oh my gosh. But it's so good. really good. I can't wait till we can see each other again and break bread in real life, Cece. Oh my gosh. But thanks for celebrating with me. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Um, Just so you know, the other one's a chocolate bread. Pan au chocolate. Oh, nice. Pan chocolate. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. It looks, it looks oh great. Gosh, that was so good. I'll have that for, for breakfast tomorrow. Um, not doing full on candy for breakfast or, or lunch anymore. Um, so I'll have that with a coffee. That was delicious. Um, we're coming to the end of the show. We're coming to the end of this, this show. And, um, there's a feature that we want to, want to have for our shows. Um, it's kind of like this quiz trivia thing at the very end. We're going to put our guests through it, but I'm going to put Cece through it today. Mm, but there's a prize, Because he's going right? to win a prize. Okay, as long as I win there a prize. There is a prize for you. Wait, can you like, lose? Um, yeah, you can lose. Oh, I thought it was just like yeah, a, this or that. It's, Dang. Okay. It's it's a winner. I may give you a I may give you a consolation prize. Okay. And this is this wasn't planned. I actually planned I didn't I don't have like it on me or whatever, but I was gonna your prize was gonna be a box of donuts. So um Well that was So I'm gonna get you a box of donuts. Mm, yeah, that's gonna I be the win. prize. If you win it, you gotta win. If you don't if you don't win, I'll give you one donut. Is that fair? I mean, whatever, you know. All's fair in love and war, says says somebody. Okay. Um but before we get into the round, uh, before we get into this final part, what are we calling this? We, we've been going back and forth. What do we want to call this? This, okay. this final segment of so, our, our show. Of the of the options you gave, I really liked the snack attack. Just because I like snacks and attacking sounds fun, I feel like there could be an image or sound effects like okay. ninja kicking. We, we've got a couple other options, right? Um, closing call, last call. Right? I like last um, call for alcohol, but not for alcohol. <laughs> All right, for now, tentatively, let's go with... Okay, this is... Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. The snack attack. This is the snack attack. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock right here, oh Cecilia. Gosh, CC. 30, 30 seconds. seconds. We talked about Easter candy earlier. I need you to rank them first to fifth in terms of the top five Easter treats as according to Retail Me Not. Like, how did people rank them as their favorites? I'm going to give you all, all five options. So you have 30 seconds to oh, get them. One rank question. them in order. It's yeah, one, one question. question. You have 30 seconds to put no, it in the right order. partial credit. Yeah, if you get like half of them right, I'll give you half of a box of donuts. Okay, okay. Okay, well, we, we can negotiate. Okay. We can negotiate. I'm already giving you boxes of C's candy. <laughs> we didn't negotiate? Okay, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm putting 30 okay. seconds on the clock. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. And um, so you got to rank them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name them for you first. Okay. Um, and then I'll start the timer. I'll tell you when I'm starting it. So you got to rank these first being the most popular. And again, this is from... Uh, retail me not their 2019 survey they don't have the data on the 2020 survey yet but favorite easter candies and they surveyed a ton of people and so the, the top five candies were reese's peanut butter eggs right so jelly beans oh. peeps cadbury eggs and oh, chocolate wow. bunnies like you named half of these as the things that you I like think I, right? I think so, i got them all except jelly beans what was the last one chocolate bunnies chocolate bunnies right actually that's all that's all they call them all right 30 seconds to put them in the right order, and then I will tell you if you're right or wrong, and the clock will still keep running, all right? So 30 seconds oh starting gosh. now. Okay, number one, jelly beans. 
No. Dang. Nope. Okay. If it's not jelly beans, it's going to be chocolate bunnies. No. Are you serious? Okay. I'm peanut, serious. peanut eggs. Reese's eggs. Yes. That's number okay. one. What's number two? That's my favorite. Okay. Uh, jelly beans. Nope. Am I the only one who likes jelly beans? Um, Cadbury eggs. Yes. Number two. What's okay, number three? Number, number three. Uh, 10 seconds. Uh, chocolate bunnies. No. Peeps. Peeps is not no. number three. Oh my gosh. Did I say peeps already? Peeps is- that's the timer. Can you hear that? That's that's oh, on no. my um, I can't hear it. You're out of time. Oh um so you didn't win. You didn't win, but uh but it's you, Easter, you did pretty good. so you're gonna just pour mercy. I'm gonna give you some donuts, you know I am. Yes. Um it's yes. it's Tell me the Reese's order. eggs, Cadbury eggs, um, jelly beans, chocolate bunnies, and then peeps last. We just talked about this. How nobody likes peeps or like I know, very but I feel like that's one of those things like maybe you don't like them, but like you buy them because your fruitcakes at Christmas. Like, I feel but, like that's what a peep well, is for Easter. Oh, but the question was if people like it. favorite. Them. It was a survey, yeah, not a, not okay. a sales. Okay. I didn't even say mine first. I just got stage fright or something. Well, you know, and have, well, you know, that's I the last time attacked. you're going to have to do that. The snack attack. Snack attack. You got snack attack. Snack attacked. <laughs> that's the, well, that's the last time you're going to have to do that, I think. Well, we'll see. Maybe in special episodes, I'm going to snack attack you again. Um, but we're going to have that for our guests to come on and we're going to have prizes for them also. But that was fun. CC. thanks oh, for, for, for playing. That was like a real question. I thought it was going to be like, do you like this or that? And I was just going to say this. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you and your trivia. And then I was like prepared in my mind for like before and after and all those like K-cup flashbacks. Oh, oh goodness. Anyway, um, well, that is our show. Easter, feasting, celebrating, good times with friends, breaking bread. A special shout out to uh, to all those who helped make this possible. We wanted to give a shout out to uh, DJ Intrigue for our theme song. Matt Pertigera for our logo, Urban Picks family, Aaron Santos for to do our intro. Um, it, it's been great, and we look forward to keep uh, doing this. Thanks for sharing this table with us, family. Um, we hope to feast with you all in the near future. If you have a topic you want us to cover, let us know in the comments. Um, we're going to be having some awesome guests joining us. We're going to talk about uh, so many different things. Uh, but until then, stay fed. Fam, is that a tagline? Yeah, Fam and Fed is a production of Urban Picks, all things to all. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash famandfed. Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at famandfed at urbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.